Hold on to your tea, your coffee, your wine. My next guest is just going to blow you away. How does she do it? I have no idea how she has accomplished everything in her life. And she's just getting started. Man, oh man, she's going to inspire you. Her two passions, people and sustainability. And her latest project brings both of them together for sure. It's about trees. And you know how much I love trees. I don't want to tell you too much. I'm just saying you might be able to purchase a tree or a forest and watch it grow. Isn't that crazy? Or give it as a gift. But I'm not going to spoil anything more. There's so much more to her journey. She's doing so many incredible things. I had to back up a minute and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many people are you? Brilliant, kind, loving, and generous. It just reminds you, it just reminds you that you can impact the world. You can bring a business to the world that will just change so many lives for the good and have fun doing it and be passionate about it. It just gives me shivers when I think of all that she's doing and also motivates me to remember you can love what you do, make money and make a positive, powerful difference in the world. Enjoy. Have fun. I appreciate you listening. And as always, share, like, rate, supporters on Patreon. Toodles. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Well, 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 my let's keep it real people. Don't you just love that we bring people on from around the world making an amazing difference? Well, before I bring her on, I met her because of trees, but I'm not going to tell you any more about that. (laughs) (laughs) But it was intriguing, and that's why she's here, and she's done a lot of amazing things. But we're going to make sure, and Cherelle Jaitley, I hope I said that right, is Cherelle C. Jaitley, I'm going to, she can correct me later, is my next guest. And Cherelle is the co-founder and managing partner of Matiti Group. Woohoo! <laughs> Cheryl endorses fearless and purposeful leadership and is an unwavering optimist. Love it. She navigated from corporate roles to creating her own business with only one purpose, to enable and empower. And her passion lies with people and sustainability. On the other side of the table, she managed global human capital portfolios and executed complex projects for organizations going through transformation, restructure mergers, and acquisitions and expansion into new geographies. Whew, this woman has done a lot. She must be 95. In her last role, she was the global <laughs> head of talent for a big strategy consulting firm managing their 32 countries 
operation. And there's more, but we better stop there. Well, 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 how are you? And I know you're not 95, but it's like so much. I mean, wow. I hope you do sleep. I hope you sleep. You know, Sandy, thank you. First of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for inviting me and, you know, just your energy and just, just, just the, just the way you, you, you've introduced me. It's, it's getting, you know, all sparky around me and I'm all excited to, to take this conversation forward. First and foremost, you got all the names right. So well done there. <laughs> Uh, you know, I often get asked this question, uh, how do I pack so much in a day? Um, and to be honest, uh, no rocket science, you know, a lot of us who have set up our businesses eventually in this life were at some point also, you know, I'd like to call it and excuse my French here, corporate slaves. Mm. And, you know, when, when, when I was in, in, in that corporate slave role, I was doing like 17, 16, if not more hours in a day, right? And I was mm -hmm. working for someone. And, you know, there came a time in 2016, I was like, hey, 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 you know, if I can do so much and do so well, and I'm living someone else's vision and purpose, what wonder will I do if I align myself with what I want to achieve in this life? And that's where the switch happened. So I'll, I'll pause on that. But yeah, that's, that's really where I'm coming from. So yeah. When you align and with I your, I think a lot. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of my listeners are feeling the same way. A lot of them have felt that way, and some of them have taken a leap, and some of them haven't. So hopefully, we'll inspire those who are like slightly on the edge. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, and you know, there is inspiration all around us. Uh, to be honest, you know, it, it's funny. Just this afternoon, you know, I, I, I was I was writing for a blog. And, you know, I had a pencil. I don't know why I prefer pencils over pen. But, you know, I, I was using this pencil, which, you know, most of those, they come with an eraser in the back, right? You've seen those? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah, and, yeah. and that just reminded me that no one is perfect. That's why even pencils have erasers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I, I use pencils a lot. <laughs> there we go. Because, you know, who created pencils millions of years, if not longer ago, they knew that whatever was written perhaps needed to be corrected, perhaps needed to be reworded. So nothing, no one, whatever we do is ever perfect, right? So, yeah, I think, I think you got to create your own destiny. You got to write your own story. Accept no one's definition of your own life, but, you know, define yourself. And if you want to achieve something, you know, don't wish for it. I say work for it. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We got right off because I was so excited that I forgot to ask you your word. I always ask my guest in the past 30 days, if you could think of one word that describes how you felt, what would it be and why, Terrell? Sure. Oh, you've got me thinking here. And the first one that's, that's coming to my mind is congruence. Um, I I'll, never had that word. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll tell you why I thought of that because, you know, I, I was at an event speaking and it was, it was just last minute. And I was sitting that morning sipping on my coffee and I was like, what do I want to talk about? And, you know, with what I see around us, right, there is so much of misalignment, so much of confusion, so much of loss. Um, and, and, and I truly believe that if in some way we found that balance within ourselves, then, you know, 
working on challenges that surround us is perhaps going to be a simpler task. And, you know, I was thinking of synergy and alignment and nothing was doing it for me. And I kept looking and thinking and then came congruence. And I was like, Ah. yes, that's my word. Now I see. Now I have the full picture. By the way, (laughs) by the way, I always say to people, I've been doing this for how many years? I'm going to hear the words over and over again. And I'm always shocked that there's another incredible world out there. So thank you for that. My pleasure, Sandy. All right. So I'm looking at all the stuff you're doing. And I want to start with how we met, which is, I don't know if you remember this, but <laughs> Cardella from IWES, shout out to them. Absolutely. Cardella, and by the way, she did a podcast with me too. She was wonderful, but she introduced me to some wonderful people. And she said, Sandy, I know you're going to have something in common with this. And she knew I love trees. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm intrigued. What is she doing? So just so you know, I need you to tell them about how you can own a tree, name your tree, and track your tree. Because <laughs> Terrell, I love trees. And people always have made fun of me, Terrell, because I literally, I do talk to trees. <laughs> and I don't say they're talking verbally to me, but they give me a lot of energy and a lot of pleasure. And whenever I'm confused, I go, I sit under a tree. So Charelle gifted me my tree on April 10th and it's Yay. in Peru and I just went on to track my tree and see <laughs> how she is doing. And it's crazy. I can literally talk to my tree. I know. I know. Crazy? All right. So tell them, I don't want to bastardize this. You have to tell them <laughs> about one of the many things you've created. Sure, sure. Um, um, I'm going to give you a little bit long answer to this because I, I think it'd be interesting for our listeners to understand what led to this. So if, if, if you give me a few minutes, I'll just take roll back time. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, take your cool. time. I have my tea. We're all good. Okay. Cool. Um, so, so, uh, could I even say I have my glass of wine? It's past 9 PM here. Yes. You can. Yes. Yes. That's right. You can. Wine, so if I'm bourbon. a bit slurry, you know, what's causing that. <laughs> so, you know, rolling back a bit. So, you know, when we started Matiti Group, um, my background, as you have already very, you know, um, beautifully introduced was in human capital. And my partner, who, who was the co-founder in Matiti Group, his background was technology and defense. So when we started Matiti Group, our, our three verticals was our portfolio, which was Matiti People for people services, Matiti Tech for technology. And we had activity network, which was defense and, you know, forensic work. And we found ourselves working with these great big multinationals, brands, not only in the UAE, but across the globe. Uh, doing wonderful work for, for the teams and for the technology interventions. And every time we were in this project handover meeting or project closure meeting, there was a, a very distinct mention or discussion around, you know, business continuity and sustainability. And those words just light me up, right? Um, yeah. For the longest time I have wanted in my different roles and organizations for 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 leaders to you know kind of shine some light upon these agendas um and and i don't uh you know want to uh name shame anybody or say nobody was doing what they're supposed to do it was just not the energy or the right time for it right so everybody just put it on the back burner right yeah i understand 
Yeah, but I think in many ways than one, what has happened in the last 18 to 24 months has been a great shift for good reasons as well. It's it's up to us how we choose to look at it and our timing of our work has been perfect. So, you know, we did, uh, Sandy, interesting work in sustainability, which is our uh, portfolio called Matiti Green. And, uh, you know, we, we did work with, let's say, you know, event and concert houses. We provided biodegradable tableware, which was very well received and people were enthused about it. We worked with agriculture and farming businesses, government bodies, because, you know, we manufactured our own biodegradable pesticide and, you know, everybody was loving it. But somewhere I was not, I was not content, right? Because as you see, these products would only target a certain client group, a certain sector. And my view, my vision of creating Matiti Green was to make sustainability a part of agenda, a part of organization's DNA, a part of their story, regardless of their sector, regardless of their size, you know, regardless of uh, the, the culture in the organization. And, you know, with a lot of discovery, contemplation and research, the answer was our beautiful, lovely trees. <laughs> and ah. so, yeah. And, and, you know, the two stigmas that come with tree planting projects, and I call them stigmas is because really, you know, it's such wonderful work. But uh, those those are the two challenges uh, organizations have, you know, constantly faced is, is the whole mm. NGO-ish approach around it. And uh, the second is the lack of transparency and accountability, which often leaves organizations wondering, oh, do we want to go down that path, right? Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, so with our lovely, lovely technology, we're able to mitigate all of that, right? And what that means is, not only are we not an NGO, we do it for, for, you know, for profit. That means, you know, we have a team that looks after it and we are committed but we also have a beautiful blockchain-enabled technology, a platform that enables you to do all those wonderful things that you said. So, yeah, you experience trees, click off a button from your laptop, your mobile, your tablet, whatever device you're on. You can, with our satellite integration, zoom into the tree and visit your tree in real time. You can name the tree, you can customize yeah. your dashboard. Yeah. So I've, I've named, uh, my little garden as Miracle Garden, <laughs> if Ooh, that inspires everyone. Miracle Garden. Yeah. So, well, I have many trees, but there is this hundred trees which sit in my Miracle Garden and, and I talk to them because we also have an AI enabled chatbot so you can chat with your tree. Um, so yeah, you can name them, you can chat with them, you can visit them. Not only that, you can speak to the farmer as well. You can, you can send a message to the farmer and get a response. So you know how they're taking care of your tree. Yeah. It just gets exciting. And you know, the partners who we work with, we often discuss this, that in Japan, there has been a very old, uh, you know, exercise, uh, they, they've used it as, you know, physiological as well as psychological exercise. It's called, um, Shindrin Yaku, if I'm saying it correctly. It's forest bathing. Ah. So literally these Japanese people would go and take a walk in a forest or where there was a cluster of trees and mm -hmm. do tree bathing or forest bathing. So I am so there. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason to go to Japan. There we go. Oh my goodness. You, you know, I have to tell you, I just want to <laughs> jump in here. I yeah. got goosebumps when the map was like 
zooming in with where my tree would be. <laughs> yeah. Where's it going to be? Where's it going to be? Where's it going to be? Oh, it's Peru. And I do love that you can see the farmer and chat with her. It's, it, that's my favorite part. Yeah. I love that, you know? Yeah. Oh, look at my yeah. tree. It grew, it grew. It's ingenious. It's ingenious. It just blows me away how we can do things like that. And I'm sure it even blows you away. Oh, believe me, every day. Every day. <laughs> There's never a day when it does not, uh, you know, light up my heart or put a smile on my face. Uh, yeah. I mean, exactly knowing what it's supposed to do, the technology, but it still, you know, brights up my day. And yeah. this, that's exactly what it's doing to, you know, our customer and client group, wherever in the world they are engaging yeah. in a project. Because it just does beautiful things to people. And if you see Sandy, other than just, you know, the whole tech experience, it's also uh, a beautiful, uh, I don't know if nudge is the right word. It's a very gentle, beautiful nudge uh, for for people to start to realize that, you know, trees matter, nature matters. Yeah. Creates yeah. awareness around, you know, the knowledge and and uh, and the the variety of plantations and, you know, the soil qualities and what a tree does in terms of CO2 sequestration, making the planet more breathable. And I can just go on and on. I think the benefits are endless. Yeah. And I do, I'm glad you brought that up because for people that aren't someone to just go out in nature and just really appreciate trees like me, mm -hmm. it brings the awareness into their home, which mm -hmm. I think is a great thing. You know, they're yeah. like, oh my goodness, I never thought of that. I never thought yeah. of that. I never thought yeah. of that. And so it's going to capture a whole nother audience that are not the people that are tree huggers, you know, that go, <laughs> wow, this is incredible what I can do. So let's talk a little bit about, because I was fascinated when we spoke before your target audience, because I think it's ingenious Thank you. that the corporations are giving this as gifts, as that's one of your marketing plans that it's not just to the individual and how magnificent that is instead of getting, you know, maybe a coffee card. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. We but all need it, right? <laughs> yeah, getting a gift like this. So tell a little bit about that. Yeah. So if I may just say this, so Matiti Green's, you know, vision and purpose really is, is to obviously, you know, do good to the planet. Uh, but not just serve the current population. The objective is leaving a legacy behind, right? For mm -hmm. younger generations yeah. or for future generations. So, you know, while we want to cut through these big boulders, all the fun stuff that we do is by, by, you know, planting trees in this life and, and, yeah. and you know, uh, having fun with it. But, but to your point, um, the view is not to just plant trees as a one-off exercise where organizations pay for it or adopt the trees and that's the start and finish of the journey, right? So how, how do we take it forward? Um, and the way we take it forward is by creating this as an opportunity, as, um, as an inventory, if you may, uh, of gifts that can be given to whoever it is that you want to send it to. So it could be employees on their, let's say, birthdays or work anniversaries. It could be, you know, Christmas gift uh, to your key client group. Uh, it could be, you know, rewards and recognition, loyalty programs. The options are numerous, right? But right. Um, on that note, I also wish to, you know, just highlight the 
the the the market positioning of the project is is very clear it's a b2b which yeah. is business to business right um so as much, as much as we want to you know be able to sell a single tree to anybody who is keen um the the project is is designed in such a way and uh, you know let's be honest we we all know how quickly and rapidly the enormity of of events around us is expanding and scaling right I am choosing positive words. I'm not trying to, um, you know, take the conversation in the direction where, you know, it's, it's unappealing to hear, but, but we all get a sense of what I'm trying to say here. Yes. Yes. And, and for us to make an impact, it's important to, to take giant leaps in the right direction. You know, I think if we were 10 years younger, uh, we, we could, we could tread in slowly, take baby steps and still make an impact. But now is the time where we have to really make giant leaps in the right direction. So our business to business model allows us and leverages, uh, in terms of us working with, uh, key organization, key client groups who, who have the influence of making the right decisions, who have the wherewithal to do, uh, massive plantation drives. Because that's where we'll start to see the impact which we wish to see with our tree planting project. So yeah, we work with organizations. It's a B2B yeah. model. And uh, with organizations, you know, they can choose to utilize those many number of trees that they adopt to do beautiful things. It's, it's not just a one-off exercise where you start and finish in a day and forget about it, right? So right. yeah, it's, it's, it's like your tree grows with you. Yeah. I, um, I had my peeps, my listeners, send me a few questions for you. And the one question that kept coming over and over again mm-hmm. is, because they knew it was B2B, but what size company do you work with? What's the minimal amount of employees they would have to have? So, I mean, you could be an organization of 10 employees, but you, 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 because, I mean, look at, look at the world nowadays, Sandy. Uh, I'm so, so thrilled. There's so many entrepreneurs. There's so many, you know, small size yeah. company with huge turnovers, right? Everybody is coming online and, you know, their, their profit margins are phenomenal. I was talking to somebody just this morning on e-commerce. They, they are an organization of 25 people with multi-million dollar turnover. So, you know, the size of the organization in terms of, you know, bums in the seat or people in the payroll is, is regardless. Okay. I think it's about, it's about the capacity that you have to invest in, in a project like this, which is, which is important. And to be honest, the passion and the commitment. And, you yeah. know, you could be size, you know, very, very small sized organization and you can start by planting a forest, which is for us to, for us in terms of internal calibration, a forest is thousand trees in one location. Yeah. So you can just start yeah. with a, with a forest and continue to grow with that. Yeah. Yeah. And tell them the cost of each tree. Cause I think it just blew my mind. It's so <laughs> inexpensive. Yay. Drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it did. Yeah. So a lot of value. I'll say it looked like it had a lot of value. Is that the right way of saying it? Lottery, lottery, lottery. (laughs) (laughs) So each tree, look, it it was a conscious decision, right? And um, it is, it is priced at $3.49. And this is a one-time cost. And you know, like you said earlier, this is how I put things into perspective or context really is like a good cup of coffee at least in the place I live in Dubai, which is very fancy and plush, 
a good cup of coffee would be at least twice, if not more, than the cost of this tree. Yes, it is here too. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if you put things in perspective, really, half a cup of coffee's cost or lesser to have or plant a tree and nurture it for its life. I mean, what are we talking about? Do we really have to yeah. give it another thought? Yeah. So, you know, the idea is to make it make it sustainable in terms of price for people to invest in the sustainability project, right? Oh, yeah, and I'm glad you, you do that because, by the way, you know, I've owned health clubs and I used to say to people, young people, and they said, oh, I really can't afford it. And it was like $45 a month. And I'd say, how much are the cocktails you have on the weekend? <laughs> and they'd say, well, Sandy, $15 for the whatever. I'd go, so that's three cocktails? <laughs> and what's more important here? Your, you know, so you have to put yeah. it in perspective. Isn't it yeah. true? Yeah. No, it is, right? And, and if you really sit and do simple mathematics, I mean, it doesn't have to be rocket science, right? And you, you sit and do an average. Uh, I, I can't remember off my head now, but let's say, you know, the, the tree, whichever tree you plant on an average sequesters X amount of kilograms of CO2 in one year. And then just multiply it by the number of years that, you know, the average life expectancy of this tree is by just one tree. See the phenomenal impact that you make on the environment. Mm. And, and for, for your children, or if you don't have children, for your future generations to follow, right? And yeah. that's, that's what Love is, it. yeah, that's where the triggers are, Love right? It. So happy. All right, we're going to switch gears here because it's boggling my mind. I'm, and uh -huh. I, didn't, I didn't Google it, so I'm going to ask you. Mm -hmm. She is currently studying for a PhD in competitive intelligence. Mm. I need to know what that means. Without Googling it, what does competitive intelligence mean? So let me, let me just flip the question. Okay. Let, me, let, me, let me ask you, what do you think it means? Whatever, whatever comes to your mind. See, that's the thing. I'm going like, when I think of intelligence, it just to me means what I'm showing up with, what I'm capable of doing. And am I competitive in the industry with my knowledge? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's uh, what I come up with. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you're not. You're almost on the right track. So, oh. so, so wrong train, right track. <laughs> <laughs> No, so look, I, I don't want to use jargons and complex, you know, terms to confuse people and sound very precious. I'll keep it simple. It really, really is about uh, understanding uh, how to peel the layers of a data, literally. Oh. So this is simplistically, that's it. And to be honest, I think I, I inherited it uh, with my several years of working in consulting houses, right? And, and when you work in consulting environment, when you, when you're recruiting and working with consultants all the time, oh my God, they will, they will rip you apart in terms of how much information they need before they have to say yes to anything for good reasons, Oof. right? They build yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and, and it always was in the back of my mind, you know, being analytical is one, but you know, being analytical by you being intelligent about it and be, being competitive about it, it just puts you at a different level altogether. So, you know, in a business context, you could look at it as something that enables you to, you know, first is gather, assimilate, analyze, and then mm -hmm. use this information that you've collected. This is mostly on, on competitors or customers or other market factors or enablers yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, so on and so forth. And then see 
how does this contribute to the competitive advantage for your organization, your business, your brand, and so on and so forth. So, you know, there, there are many, many ways in which you can gather this information. There's so much, uh, you know, especially nowadays, there's so yeah. much of open source uh, search engines available. Um, there's so much of data that gets published by, you know, any organizational competitor. Um, so, you know, there are, there are different, different methods of gathering competitive intelligence and utilizing this data, but uh, it's, it's really exciting space to be in, if you ask me. Well, I know you're just going to kick it from talking to you. And by the way, I appreciate you going, all right, let me just break it down. I heard somebody <laughs> say on a movie once, could you explain it to me like you're talking to my golden retriever? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I thought like, cause they were talking about, you know, investments and I was like, wait a minute. So when you start talking, I'm like, oh my God, her brain. I mean, oh, <laughs> it just thrills me. And I'm glad you're in this space for us. I'm glad you're in that space. And I'm glad that you're constantly seeking to the, go to the next level. Like you're getting your PhD in it. I mean, yeah, what is that yeah. between 1am and 3am and you do it online? <laughs> Maybe I'm dreaming it for now. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who but knows? I, I'm so yeah. excited. I, and I love the way you're so excited. I mean, that's yeah. what's the most thrilling thing to me. All right. we I could talk to you forever, but I want to make sure we get this in and keep to our time. So mm -hmm. we were speaking about a few things. And by the mm -hmm. way, just off the top of the head that you wanted to tell the world. And I'm going to start with this one, uh -huh. which I love. <laughs> power of the pack. Uh -huh. And I, I love that. And staying united. Tell us a little bit about that for you and what it means sure, to you. Sure, sure. Um, you know, um, I, I learned it, uh, the hard way, if you may, right? Because, mm -hmm. um, again, I'm choosing my words carefully without sounding to, uh, you know, pessimistic about the, the whole process. But I just feel our education system is, is quite redundant, if not anything else. And that's not pessimistic at all. That's putting it mildly. <laughs> no, by but the way, teachers feel that way. I've oh, met there we so go. Many... Thank you. Yeah. 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 Because I've met with so many principals lately, because you probably don't know this, but I do a lot of work inside schools. Ah. And they're like, Sandy, we hate to say this. Yeah. But we don't like our educational system. Who like, are these oh, people? Can I please talk to them? <laughs> yes, you can. And I would love talking to you. But go ahead. But, but, but you see where I'm going with this. So, you know, when, when, when I was growing up in school, even in college, like, you know, in, in, in my early twenties, all, all I learned, knew, observed, and was told by everybody who loved me or not say, you know, you got to be on top. You got to do this. This is how you move forward. And, and all of that was, I think, according to them, great advice. But what it kept doing to me, and to be honest, um, I don't know if, if, if uh, it makes me any happier now. It did at the time. I was always a top ranker, but I was so lonely on the top mm. there. I was so lonely. I had very few friends. I uh, can't even, you know, look back and say they were my true friends because, you know, perhaps... That's true. A lot of people say that. Yeah, perhaps they just wanted information out of me because they wanted to be topper in their classes, whatever that was. I mean, people, people are good. The times are not right. And yes. we, we were obviously programmed to function like that. So who could you blame? 
But anyway, I, I, I have been through, you know, my sets of downfalls and turmoil and failures in my life. Uh, and good God, thanks to all of those um, that I'm so confident sitting here talking to today. Uh, but, you know, I realized the more and more I was going through these curves and bends and, you know, highs and lows in my life that, you know, I can't do it alone. And why should I be alone in this, right? Yeah. It was just a matter of reaching out, opening up, asking for help. And believe mm. you me, it comes pouring right in. There are. Why are we so stubborn about that? There we go. And, and you know, and every time I speak about this subject or similar subjects, and something that I've learned the hard way, like I said, I always, always say this is my favorite, favorite uh, sentence is, you know, le- uh, failing is a part of learning. And, you know, you, you only fail because you have to learn more, right? Mm-hmm. And when you yeah. fail and you learn, in this case was my failure was that I thought I can do it all by myself. I can do it all alone. Mm-hmm. Until the time I kept doing it that way, I kept failing in the sense of, you know, not getting that support, that, that, you know, satisfaction, that contentment with my progress, right? And it was, it was in the last uh, five to seven years, mind you, that my heart just opened up and, you know, I was, I was giving more than receiving. And when I did that, I realized everybody gave me more than I was ready to receive. And, you know, I started attracting like-minded people. I started having right conversations. And if I did something, you know, beautiful or a good gesture for somebody, I found it being reciprocated 10 times. And I was like, oh, my God, all this time in my life, what was I waiting for? Like, why why did this not Mm. occur to me that Mm. I should not have to, you know, drag this this burden on my own, right? And and ever since i've done that you know it's it's just uh, what's the word it's it's just beautiful it's just yeah. it's relieving it's yeah it's uh, a relief yeah yeah it it's uh, it's gratifying for your own self and you feel that you you have more power that you are surrounded by like-minded people who will uplift you who will support you who will mm. give you the strength to go on uh, and that applies to my family too. I was, I was so closed. I would not share anything with anyone. I, I thought yeah. I was meant to or built to or created to do it all on my own. Yeah. And good Lord, was I wrong? <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. But it's okay. I mean, like you said, yeah. you had to go through that to really appreciate that's, you know, a very lonely path. And I love what you said that once you're open to it and you ask, you're always amazed that the floodgates just keep coming to you. Absolutely. And I think that's with a lot of people, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. that's with a lot of people. All right. So how do you feel now? Do you feel like you have some really close friends that no matter what, have your back and support you through good, bad and ugly? Yeah. I mean, not only that, if I may just say this, you know, I mean, my, my colleagues and my, my near and dear ones from organizations who I worked with 10, 15 years back are suddenly surfacing. I'm not kidding. I have mm. connected and reconnected and established great rapport and relations with 
with, with people who I knew I could have made great friends with at the time, but you know, we were vibrating in a different plane altogether. And yeah. now I'm connected with all of them. Like my, my calendar gets full in terms of how many people I have to catch up with and be with and spend time with. It's such a beautiful place to be in. And you know, the ideas that flow and the great things that you can do. I mean, us talking is a great example of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So look, look, it leads to wonderful things. So please, please, wherever you are in your career, life, you know, situations, just open up, know that, you know, there's somebody out there waiting to help you. And there is definite power in being a part of the pack. Yeah, I love that. You're right. And I think for many of us, we do feel if we open ourselves up, we're more vulnerable, and we're going to get hurt and people are going to take advantage and the list can go on. But that being said, you will attract the right people. Oh, you will it's like you read my mind, Sandy, when I was saying I don't want to be a pessimist. Those were the words lingering in my head, you know, being misused, being mis misquoted or, you know, yep. people, you know, use utilizing you for getting or achieving what they want. You know, yes, those people will exist. exist. It takes all kinds to make the world. But, you know, there was a saying um, by, by Nelson Mandela and, you know, few quotes which stay with you for life, right? And this is one of those. Mm -hmm. And perhaps you've heard it, but I'll say it nevertheless. He says, you know, according to him, he says, I never lose. I either win or I learn. So what's there to Ooh, lose? I don't know that one. I'm writing this one down. Yeah. Yeah. So I he says, that. I never lose. I either win or learn. So what's there to lose? You either win yeah. it. If not, you learn from it. Yeah. So go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay, I got to make sure I get this one in before we wrap <laughs> up because it's a big one. Mm -hmm. You think purpose is overrated. Let's talk about that. One's inspiration, one's purpose, your meaning in life, that one thing <laughs> you're meant to do. I was born to do this. And if I don't know, why am I here? Yeah, yeah. But, but okay. Tell us everything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just kind of aligning my thoughts there. So have a sip of wine. I'll drink some tea. Whoever's listening, <laughs> put your feet up. This yeah, is a big one. Yeah, look, and, and I did not come about thinking or saying it overnight, right? Believe me, in the last 18 months, ever since, you know, COVID, which has been quite dramatic for, 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 for humanity, for mankind at large on this planet Earth, right? Um, a lot of people have had, <laughs> not because of choice, but circumstances, have had a lot of time to be with themselves and, you know, introspect or mm -hmm. rediscover themselves. And, you know, some of them had very ugly findings. Some of them were not on a path that they wanted to see themselves. And there was, there was a lot of upheaval happening, right? And when I coach, I consult, I speak, and, and I do different things. Many, many, many times the question comes, Oh, I'm finding the purpose in my life. Oh, uh, I don't know what is my purpose in life. Oh, am I, am I living a purposeful life? And, yeah, and, yeah. and the more and more I responded to that, the more and more I tried to understand it for myself. I just came to a conclusion that finding purpose is an overstatement. And why I say that is because, you know, you does not, so it's again a famous saying, and I don't know where I read it, and, and I hope I say it well, because, because I, I really don't know how it was said correctly. But, but the purpose is, you are not here to find purpose, but to live a purposeful life. 
Now, what is a purposeful life, right? That's really huge. And I'm writing that down because I'm going to find out who said that. Sure. And, and may, maybe when I find it, I will, I will share it with you later. Okay. okay. But, the, but the point is, is not seeking something, but living it, if that makes sense. It does. Right? And what is purposeful living, right? Now, purposeful living could be, or should be, not could be, this is, this is my understanding of purpose, is, is living a fun-filled, happy, content, and joyous life. There is mm. nothing more to life than that. The money will come and go, the family, the friends, you know, the events, the experiences will come and go and they are there for a, for, for a reason. Yeah. But, but, but what's, what's, what's at the crux of all of this? What does, what does your heart want? What, what, what do you, what does your soul want? Is, 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 you know, bathing and nourishing in joyous, happy, content moments for your own self. Right. And, and, mm. and, and if you do that, now w w one might say, Oh, you know, uh, I don't do a lot of things for others. So am I not, you know, being purposeful in my life? No, I mean, if you're great at sport and you are a Djokovic or a Nadal or whatever, you, you, you are indirectly by living your dream, bringing so much joy to people. Mm -hmm. You're bringing so much, you're creating so much of inspiration, so much of motivation. You, you're leading by example and so on and so forth, right? If you are an actor or a speaker or a podcast, a supreme podcast holder like yourself, right? It's, you, you, you are doing something which, you know, nurtures yeah. and nourishes and, yeah. you know, something that you cherish from your soul, but you're also creating such great content that people will benefit from. So, you know, yeah. so cool. This is so great that you're saying this. And I'm so glad you, the way you worded it, I actually understand the way I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, and actually, I was just at a speaking gig the last two days, uh -huh. and you had to say, you know, what's your purpose of your keynote? Like, what's your big idea? Yeah. And I remember thinking, and I thought this my whole life, I'm yeah. here to yeah. spread joy. I'm here to feel pure joy, not fake joy. I, I've thought this my whole life. I'm here to feel pure joy and to inspire, inspire others with it. That's it. Beautiful, Cindy. How I get it, how I do it, it could change minute by minute, year by year. Absolutely. And so there isn't that one aha, uh, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to embody for mm -hmm. me, pure mm -hmm. joy, how I mm -hmm. show up in the world. Yeah. And, and it's a part of your name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I think I came up with it. Not unique. I, but I always felt like, okay, that was the gift I got from them. I'm supposed to do that. But meaning for me first, like yeah. that's how I want to live my life. And if I yeah. do that, absolutely, I, I'm not going to, I may not be like my purpose is to be a Kino, a health club, or I don't know, a mother, mm -hmm. whatever. It's mm -hmm. going to show up in many ways. Absolutely. You, you've hit the nail on the head. And to be honest, you know, when it's just a motivation, right? Like, oh, money or, you know, progress or success, there's nothing wrong with that. But if it's driven by, you know, sheer pure joy that it brings to you, you, you would never go wrong with that. Yeah. So, so if I'm remembering it well now, let's just try it again one more time from the top. <laughs> so, uh, I think it was the purpose of life is a life of purpose. I think there we go. I love it. Love it. Love it. And that is a whole different meaning. 
Absolutely. And it changed my world because I, I was somebody and I would, I think my, my, my partner at the time thought, you know, she's lost it. Like, What's my purpose? What do I do? Am I being purposeful? I'm purpose, purpose, purpose. And he's like, okay, we yeah. need to, you know, you know, just slow down here a bit. And, you know, and then, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey to self-discovery, like, like, uh, uh, you know, many, many accomplished uh, sages and gurus and masters and, you know, whoever you want to believe and follow say that, you know, yeah. uh, you are the greatest project you'll ever work, work on, right? You, you have to work on yourself. So I think in time you figure out what it means to you. Yeah. So yeah. I agree. And you have to remind yourself of this because, Charles, in two, a couple of years ago, I sold um, all my health clubs and it was my identity since I've been in my 20s. I had health clubs wow. for 30 some years. Wow. And it, perfect timing in 2019. <laughs> I didn't know COVID was coming, but perfect timing. And then I was like, wait a minute, who am I? What's my purpose? I mean, I was CD West and I walk in the door. I'm a health club owner, blah, blah, blah. And then I had to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What do you always say? It's not what you do. It's how you show up in the world. And it really took me a year, though. I have to admit, it was it was rough yeah. to say that it's not about what I do. It's who I am in the world. It was it was tough for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know it might just sound like, you know, sugar-coated and whatever, but I'll say it anyways. I've, I've always kept this belief. It's a hard one to follow, but a little tip is just believe that something wonderful is about to happen. Just yeah. believe that. And when you yeah. do, it is bound to happen. There is no other way. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right. We got to wrap up and I got to ask you my rapid fire questions. But before Ooh. that, I want <laughs> to say congratulations. You were recognized for, it says, the Middle East Woman Leader Award by yeah. the World Woman Leadership Congress. That's freaking awesome. Thank you so much, Sandy. That's incredible. I mean, that's huge. Were you able to go in purpose and in, in, in purpose? Were you able to go in person to have purpose? <laughs> oh, no, I, I wish we could. But it was at the time when, you know, COVID and everything else was at its peak. So, you know, uh, I think uh, in person or not, it did not matter at the time. But, you know, yeah. just just having that recognition, somebody, you see, it's going back to everything that we've discussed so far, right? Uh, it's about, you know, when you, when you get acknowledged and you see that you've been able to make an impact, it helps you feel uh, more purposeful in life. <laughs> and it just makes you feel that all that you believed in and worked for had some relevance, had had an yeah. impact. And I think that for me is very, personally very gratifying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, we're going to get these in here, but I'm I'm looking at it. And one of my questions are some hobbies. And I see mm -hmm. she is a yoga, you're a yoga enthusiast, practice pranic healing, oh, loves yeah. baking, reading, <laughs> and taking long walks by the beach. What is it? What are the things you like to do <laughs> in your spare time? <laughs> I did not know you were a yogi. Oh, yeah. Yoga entered my life six years back. I was, I was devastated. I went through a, a very big surgery at the time. And, um, I've always been a lean, mean girl. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that surgery just led me to put on like 15 kilos. I was on steroids. Uh, you know, mm. it just changed. Like I had to buy a new wardrobe and uh, I didn't realize. And I just puffed up in no time and I looked like a different person. 
And I just knew at the time I had to, I had to, you know, get a handle on that. And I, I'm not somebody who can go inside. And there's nothing wrong with it. Just as a disclaimer there, I yeah. can't walk into a, a gymnasium, surround myself with so much of metal clanking and, and just, you know, pump up my body. That's just not me. And there's nothing wrong with it. But yeah. I, I wanted to slow down. I wanted to breathe. I wanted to align. And that's when yoga happened to me. And Sandy, mm. it's changed my world. It's oh. changed my world. I think I look different after I've started doing yoga. Because, you know, yoga is not just about movements and stretching and physical. It's about the calm. It's about the breathing. Yeah. It's about yeah. the alignment. And I think uh, I've had the luxury of being guided by some some good masters and trained by some That's good important. people. Yeah, because, you know, they talk about beer yoga and power yoga and steam yoga. <laughs> all Lots fun of yoga stuff. Out there. Yeah, all fun stuff, but uh-uh, it ain't going to do that much. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah, it's changed my world, to be honest. I am, I love everything. I love anything to do with fitness. And believe it or not, it's funny because as much as I loved teaching classes and I've taught everything from mm. weights to dance class, lots of dance classes, sports wow. conditioning, you name it. I wow. love it all. I, I love entertaining and I love watching people, you know, like smile, create joy. I but know. my passion is outdoors. So I bike and hike and I do all that. And Beautiful. I would always tell people that I go inside the gym so that I'm able to do more outside, <laughs> depending on the weather here. You of know course, what I mean? that's most, yeah. I mean, talk about here, we're living in 50 degrees with 100% humidity. Where will yeah. I go for a long walk by the beach? Ain't happening for a good six months, right? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, and those, by the way, those long walks by the beach was because I did not dare swim in that water. I was so scared. But hey, 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 I have overcome <laughs> that fear. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I took my first swim in the open water last month. I am so proud of it. I talked to Ooh. everybody from little kids to, <laughs> to my uncle and everyone in the world. I did wow. 200 meters and I'm wow. so proud of <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, we were, I was seeing that you've, you know, you've traveled to over 35 countries. I wanted to make sure, I don't even think I told them you live in Dubai now. Oh, yes. So Dubai has been home for me. It's like second home. So I'm an intern by origin. Oh, let's, let's get this right. So I traveled and lived in, I mean, of course, visited many places, but in terms of living and studying, uh, I was in the Caribbean on an island called Curacao. Mm. beautiful beautiful island and then i was in the uk uh, i was half canadian at some point <laughs> okay. and, um yeah and and dubai india? Has been, yeah india is where i was born and oh. uh, yeah and then dubai is, has been my home for last 16 years so yeah my heart lies here to be honest i keep I coming gonna, back i was gonna say i think you love it if you've been there 16 years yeah i think this place just grows on you and you know you search Dubai on, on Google, all you see is such wonderful stuff, remarkable stuff. And the leadership here is phenomenal. So, and, and you know, for a girl, um, I, I've been here for 15, 16 years. So I was younger at the time that I came here. It yeah. just felt so safe as well for, for a single girl to live uh, in mm. this part of the world. So yeah, you know, all the, all the ticks in the right boxes. I have so many friends over there now. It's like, I can't believe I haven't been to Dubai yet. You have to come here soon. I know. I know. I will. Now that things have opened up, I will. It's getting better, yeah. All right. So a couple questions of the rapid fire that we didn't get to answer. We got to answer a few of them. You ready? Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) What's your favorite color? Blue. 
Electric blue. Electric blue. Okay. Favorite food to eat? Uh, Thai. Okay. What is your favorite thing to bake? Apple pie. <gasps> really? <laughs> I put it up against my mother-in-law's. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> She makes pies from scratch that are to die. Anywho, um, what would one of your favorite days look like from morning to night? What would you do? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would be waking up really early before sunrise. I will be doing pranayama, which is lots of breathing. Yeah. Uh, I will be, you know, wake, I, I will be waiting for the sun to rise so I can stare the sun in its face and absorb all that beautiful energy and light. Um, have my beautiful cup of Karak chai, the made the Indian way. I would read a beautiful book while there is beautiful chants and music happening in the background. And this is all being packed before 8 at 30 in the morning. <laughs> this is my idea of hell. <laughs> oh, oh, and then the life gosh. takes over. <laughs> I think it's so funny when I talk to people that love morning. I'm like, what's your ideal? I'm staying up to midnight when everyone's sleeping. Believe <laughs> me, Sandy. To the I was I was not here for five years back. This is this is a shift that has happened in the last three, four years, and I just love it. You know, the Maybe. quiet and the peace in the morning is exceptional. Yeah. I'm sure it's like that after midnight as well. It's at, so. it's at night. It's at night too. But. You know, I could shift. I might say, you know, in a few years, I'm a morning person. So who knows? Know. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. If you could be any animal, what would you be and why? Oh, I think a horse. A horse. Most elegant, most most loyal. Um, so much of stamina, strength, tenacity, agility. Yeah. And they're beautiful. Whoa. They're gorgeous. Yeah, they are. Okay, when I say the word universe, what does it mean to you? Um, togetherness, love, peace. Ooh, I love that. Love it. All right, Trell, <laughs> this has been so much fun. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story, your wisdom. I love it. I know my Let's Keep It Real people are going to want to share it and like it and rate it and support us on Patreon. Do you have any last words you want to say to the peeps out there? Uh, I mean, I mean, there's so much that we have packed in the last one hour. And I have to say, you led the conversation so beautifully. I think you've got the best out of me in the last one hour. So thank you for that. You, have a, you have a craft <laughs> and you've mastered it. Um, uh, I think, I think just, just, uh, just one thought I want to leave everyone with is, you know, just, just know that every day when you wake up and you start your day and you, you begin planning your day, just know that you are more than who you were yesterday. And you can do better and you can achieve more. And it's only upwards and forwards and onwards from there. I think we're going to end on that note. That's an awesome note. Thank you so much. And for everyone listening, you know what I'm going to say. Until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.